The next thing that happened this week is basically my grandpa passed away. I think by now it's like around three weeks, and he had an iPhone. I think it's actually a f- iPhone 5GS, whatever. So it's like an old iPhone. But I mean, it's still an iPhone. It's pretty cool to use an iPhone at 84, 83. I mean, that's really dope if you're like at that level of like being able to use an iPhone or like a smartphone and to actually do stuff and have it like actually as a tool that you can really use in your day to day life and not only call people with the iPhone. And now we were actually talking about getting an iPhone for my grandma and getting her into the family group chat which keeps her more like in touch with all the family members and like what's going on in the family her being able to maybe even like spike or slight slightly a little bit look into social media maybe see a little bit about what we're doing there um explore the internet like that's just like all those things that are so normal for us probably for our listeners right here um that she just doesn't have in her life and she doesn't need them because like until this point she survived without them obviously but I think it would be a great addition to her life to now that she's probably going to be super lonely at some point or like maybe also already right now and to get her in touch with the new mediums and just help her get connected with the family more and maybe she doesn't need that she can like state that like clearly and maybe she does because she wants to learn it the bottom line is why i'm telling you this is basically wanted to show her or introduce her into the new internet space into the new smartphone space into the iphone space she basically never touched in touchscreen so to say so she literally doesn't know how to unlock an iphone um and we're talking about the old iphone so she's not like swiping up or pressing any buttons or like um pressing her fucking face into the screen we're talking about swiping from left to right to unlock the fucking iphone so that's like the iphone area that we're talking in with the old iphone 5g iphone s iphone s whatever that's like the area that we're talking about and it was really interesting to see like first of all like her being kind of old because she's just my grandma and not really being able to follow me or like what I'm trying to teach her in a super efficient and quick way and even if I would repeat something over and over again she still would forget it and then she told me like it would be so great if you could just write that down that I can just follow all of what you're doing basically and I was like yeah no problem I'm just gonna note down exactly what you need to do to unlock your iPhone to make a call to look for someone how to dial a number in how to I, we didn't do how to go into the internet or how to check your mails that was a little bit too complicated I just thought about like how are we gonna introduce her to the smartphone to a touch screen all those things that are so common for me and so for so many people but are just not in her world. That's just not what she thinks about. That's just not where she can navigate. And it was really interesting to see, or actually to put yourself into the situation of like, I don't know how this thing works. And like introducing her to all the things that we're doing on a daily basis that are like so familiar for us that we don't think about anymore. And then I compared this situation to like me 
learning how to drive. And it's like, it's literally the same thing. It's like, if you would put me in a car two years, like before this point here, I would not know what to do. Like I could press some buttons. I could like push the brakes. I could push the gas, whatever. Um, maybe the car would sort of start rolling, but I would crash against a fucking wall or something. And that's literally like what would happen with her if I would like just give her the phone, maybe unlock it and she can swipe left to right. Like she doesn't even know how to do that. Like it's just not like something that is um, so common or like so ingrained into her mind that she just knows how to do or like she doesn't even know how to explore the device because she just doesn't even know how to navigate. It's just something that is so foreign for her that I just had to think about like how can I um, introduce her into this for her new world and that was a really interesting journey and i would actually maybe love to talk about this with a um, product designer that is like or maybe system ui designer um because i could think that we're we would be thinking or like talking on really similar levels and terms and that just made me think in so many levels I, i i can't even get deep enough into this but it really made me think a lot about like how do you introduce her into it? How do you keep her engaged for the device? So for example, we sort of set off an alarm where she needs to take her pills in the morning and in the evening. And that way she kind of like gets used to swiping from left to right and like unlocking the phone to turn off the alarm. That reminds her to take care of her pills in the morning or in the evening. That was like sort of the first thing that I thought of like, how can I get her to click on this device and you could take this in like a really bad direction say like oh my god Amy, you're trying to get your grandmother addicted to the iphone um or you can say you're trying to make her interested in this new field that she just never experienced and just has zero at the moment actual interest i wouldn't say zero interest i i think that's that's like really put in the wrong direction she obviously has interest to keep up with the family to maybe find out things but it's just not something that she she avoided like learning the iphone because no one ever taught her and no one ever showed her an easy approach to it and that's literally what a driving teacher does like she he shows you he goes with you and holds your hand like step by step like what you need to do to get the car moving to like see all the signs like to learn you how to drive a car and that's like the exact role that i was in when i was introducing the smartphone or the iphone to my grandmother and that was such a great experience i I can't like even talk about this enough um and just the way that you unlock the iphone and that it's for example for me super normal to swipe from left to right but for her it's like something that she needs to think about um for her to scroll on the device like just um, putting your finger down and swiping it up and that's like pushes the web page up for example or like that's how you scroll basically or on the other hand if you're on the home screen you do go from like right to left and all those things that are just so common for me weren't common for her and I needed to introduce her and also what was really interesting to see is um when was this actually it was like she thought that she had to click this but it like basically changed 
in a different app, and I can't actually remember how this um, how this worked. But it was basically like like a UX thing where you go on one web page. Um, this button up there says this that is for example blue, and on the second web page the button is blue as well, and it's at the same position and with the same height, and I don't know, but is for a different function. And that was something that occurred in the actual iPhone design. And that just made me think like, because you just like, like, yeah, you just told me before. And I actually <laughs> remembered that one that you have to press this to get this. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Actually, I was wrong because it's not like a universal thing, like something that you can apply in a u- universal thing on this device. That's something that you need to remember only in this certain app and not on the universal device in general. Like, it's not on the universal platform. Only remember this thing of, like, pressing this button when you are in this app and a different um, idea applies to a different app. And that was so interesting to see, like, I think for UX designers, it would be a really cool thing to do the same thing as I did to introduce people that are completely unfamiliar with the way that we um, navigate on a device and I think that could give them so much like new knowledge and so much more broaden their horizon of like how to think about UX and how to build like um, systems that people interact with that was so fucking interesting I can't even talk about this enough and basically I was thinking about like I'm going to put her in the family group chat so when we message in there the messages are going to pop up when she goes to her phone to swipe away the alarm and then she's going to see like okay the name of her daughter for example that wrote this and then she may be going to click on it at some point when when she like understands that you can actually click on the message then you have to unlock the phone and then you you are already in the app those are all things that are so obvious to us but when you when you don't know those things they're not obvious for you because you never experienced them before you just don't know and you literally don't have the path paths whatever ingrained into your brain that make it so obvious for you or for the people that use it on a day-to-day life but for the people for example like my grandma they don't and that was just really interesting also i thought about like that would be kind of cool to have sort of like this ios mode that is like for seniors like for older people that never used an iphone before and that gets them introduced to the iphone so for example gets them like used to swipe from left to right to double click to all those gestures that are not like familiar for them they're just foreign and they just don't know how to do this and I, I thought about this before when I was like introducing the MacBook to my... Actually, that, that is such a funny story as well. When I was introducing the MacBook to my driving um, teacher. So I was just thinking like, he taught me how to drive and I'm um, teaching him how to navigate on a MacBook. That was just so interesting and like um, made me feel like, okay, when someone is really good at sales, when someone is really good in business, imagine... If you would have like a driving teacher that teaches you how to sell that how to have a successful business i think like selling and having a business is obviously like on a different scale because having a business are like ten thousand things and selling is like one thing and one thing only is to sell a fucking product or a service um but just you get the point here i think 
if you have something that you you can you just can't get over with or change, and imagine like if you would have someone that would teaches you just like how your driving uh, lessons teacher taught you how to drive, teaches you how to do X Y Z to sell better, to I don't know, get a better relationship, had have better sex, read books, um. And all those things just made me so excited and popped off so many new ideas and possibilities for the future. And really drawing the circle back again to teaching my grandma how to navigate on an iPhone. I just had to think on so many levels and I loved it so much. And now that I only touched on those two topics, but I really thought that I this week did a pretty great deep dive into both those two topics to make it like super interesting for you i hope is at least and last week i already mentioned that i wanted to do like this weekly like forecast where i basically like do a whole breakdown of what's going to happen in the upcoming week and i want to definitely do this and i'm going to incorporate it into every single roundup but i don't have because i'm at this point not planning so much because i don't have so much going on actually um there's not really that much, but I hope that in the future it's going to grow and going to be more interesting to tell you about my upcoming week. But this upcoming week, I'm really only expecting on the weekend, I'm like super planned out. On Saturday, I'm doing a bunch of stuff with my grandma, helping her a little bit. And on Sunday, I plan on visiting my cousin in Munich. I want to talk to him about a bunch of things because he works with a, with a lot of agencies. And I want to like get his insight into like what they're looking for in agencies, how they pick their agencies probably that they only get in touch with agencies that all the people in the company know like on a personal level like friends that work in the agency and that's why this company uses this agency all those things i want to talk with him about like agency life and how they pick agencies and also he's just a cool guy and my cousin as well like family i want to meet him on sunday in munich so the weekend is pretty planned out and on monday my mother actually finally arrives in germany she's here for around two weeks so that's gonna be great to kind of like connect that like going to munich on sunday and if it works out i haven't like confirmed it yet and in the actual work week like from monday to friday i don't have super like specific things planned out but one thing that i definitely want to drop this week is the video about the website design of the agency site um that's gonna be interesting and like sort of interesting to see how my new editing side plays out because i tried out something new like cutting it way faster making it more like visually appealing and more interesting as well and that's pretty much what i'm like focusing on this week and what's going to come up and also i have a resolution for this week and i think that's also cool is like prioritizing my own work so for example if my grandma needs help that is like not super like necessary like i don't know she fell down and i need to rescue her like not not stuff like that like um doing stuff in her garden or like bringing those letters away that's something that i want to avoid this week or just like stuff that is like really a distraction from your main source of work that's what i want to focus on is like really prioritizing my own type of work and avoiding distractions this week and also like watching the time like watching how much time i spend in the bathroom and why i sort of like only start to work at 11 um and just like asking like what happened in those hours before and that really comes into place when like you have those short-term things 
that stand in the way of like execution like you have those short terms like um uncomfortable situations where you have to go through but after that you just go on with your day but like you have to go through those things and that's why you maybe start work at 11 so those are the things things that are going to come up this week again not super exact by now but i think in the future maybe it's going to get more exact and maybe also be more interesting for you to for example when i um preview a bunch of videos or types of content that i'm going to drop this week also actually one thing that i just pops up in my mind right now is i want to write an article on the youtube channel bon appetit it's a child um youtube channel by the by con con nest and I want to talk about how they produce content and how they do it super in an authentic way and why they're so successful and also why I love them so much. That's an article that I want, that I want to write this week. So thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast this week. It was really interesting for me and I hope it was also interesting for you as well. Um, I'm thinking a lot of how to grow this podcast right here to more people because I just want to find out like what's interesting for people and how I can uh, get more people hooked into the podcast. So I'm focusing on that. Also, maybe this week, if I um, happen to find time for that, that's something I want to do. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast and see you in the next week in the podcast of the weekly roundup. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. In this week's episode, we talk on really two major topics. The first one being the Kylie Jenner fake AirPods shout out that was really bizarre. And I just go take a really deep dive into this thing of like, why is she doing this like sort of strange shout out? And the other thing is the story of how I introduced my grandmother to the smartphone and kind of like the way that I thought on so many different levels when I showed her how to navigate in this sort of new world for her. So let's check out this week's episode of the podcast. Alright, so the first thing that I had to touch on this week is a really bizarre moment that happened to me. I think it was yesterday, so it wasn't Black Friday actually, so three days ago. Um, what actually happened is I, what you need to know is I use social media or I try to use social media in a really restricted manner where I like, for example, muted all the people on Instagram that I follow just because I don't want to get distracted when I use the app because I want to DM someone, for example, or post content myself. I don't want to get distracted by the content and keep using the app for up to two hours a day more. So that's the reason why I muted basically like literally everyone, my mother, my friends, my whatever, everyone. I muted everyone, but I still see the stories of some people and that's why it happens sometimes that I click on stories. I'm actually, I need to, in the future, obviously find out a way where I can still keep up with all the things that happen. Me being a social media person, I need to know what's happening. Like, I need to know what's going on. I need to know the newest trends. And that's why I need to find a solution for this in the future that does not keep me 
um, distracted the whole time, but still keeps me updated on the most important things. And yeah, that could be reading some sort of like social media news, but I just don't have anything in place right now that keeps me up updated on the news things. Keeping in mind that most of the things that happens are not that important. But if you want to talk to people or if you, for example, do content production, you need to know the basic stuff that's hap happening or going on right now. And that's what I'm talking about right here. But let's go back to what I wanted to talk about is this real bizarre moment when I clicked on the Instagram story by Kylie Jenner on Black Friday. All right, I really wanted to show you these new earbuds. First of all, how cute is this? I love the matte packaging, white and pink. The pink are my favorite. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. I'm wearing my earbuds right now. Um, there's a seven So what you heard here is this really bizarre shout out that Kylie generated. I mean, they have a history of doing shout outs that are like somewhat like questionable if they're like actually trustworthy. Um, like for example, the high smile campaign where they shared their like these teeth whitening kits where they obviously didn't use them. Like the whole family, um, did those shout outs and they obviously all didn't really use them. Or it's like really questionable that they actually are talking like some honest stuff there. And you could literally say that it's basically bullshit. And I think this week, what made it so interesting, like Kylie Jenner being such a important person for Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, what really happened is like going one step further into the ridiculousness of influencer shoutouts. And let me tell you why. You already heard it, like, if you didn't, like, see it on her story because you don't follow her or whatever. Um, she promoted basically fake AirPods that are, I, I looked it up, they're even trademarked, actually. They're called AirBuds. It's basically, like, the same thing. They look a, a small, tiny bit different because they didn't get, like, the exact manufacturing, like, the original AirPods. But they're, like, a straight-up fake from the AirPods from Apple. Um, so... You basically click on this swipe up link and you go to this page. It's like pretty simple um, dropshipping Shopify page. You can see that they actually brand market. So it's not dropshipping as to say. It's actually um, branded. So they have their name printed on the actual products. Um, also like they have their own photography that didn't actually look super prof professional. Like a typical um, Shopify store that people do but it was still interesting to look at it and see just like it's a fake product and I wanted to talk on this topic of like why is Kylie Jenner promoting a fake product that everyone knows that it's a fake product um I think at this point for the people that want to get airpods they probably already have one so they wouldn't actually buy those fake ones and for the people that can afford them, you could say like, okay, there's people that can't afford AirPods, but they still want like wireless, like these small earbuds, basically. So <laughs> they're, um, what are they called again? AirBuds. Um, but you can just strictly say that it's a strictly fake product. And I think like in the past, um, there were like influencers that were really um, concerned about their... I don't know about their legacy and about what kind of products or brands they recommend. And with the Kylie Jenners, like with the whole Kardashian and Jenner family, it's really like been pushed to a new level because they're like really the kings of the social media influencer space, um, as to say. And that's why it's so interesting to see them doing like a complete fake product that quote unquote no one cares about. And 
The next layer of why this is so interesting is because I've heard them talk on an actually really interesting interview. I can maybe link this in the show notes on my website where I share like more details on the podcast. Um, a really interesting interview where they talk on a different level on how they think about what they do. And they basically shared how they pick up those influencer um, campaigns or like shoutouts, how they choose which one they do. And they basically <laughs> said like a really, um, to me, surprising thing because it, I thought it would be more planned out, but it actually seems like it's more quote unquote natural or like <laughs> pretty usual or like how every other person would do it. If they need the money at the time, if they want to, for example, buy a certain car, they choose to do the influencer shout out if it's like the money that they want right now. So let's say a brand goes to them and offers them like, 1.5 million like bucks for a shout out i don't know like whatever brand let's let's choose the teeth whitening kit and they see like okay i could buy those two cars and you know christmas is coming up my grandmother i, w- I want to give her a great present then they do the shout out not because like they have a whole plan of like how much revenue they want to make this year no it's like really spontaneous or at least they share it like that just because they said it on like a public interview doesn't mean that that's actuality, but you could believe them when they shared this um, with the interviewee. So if that's the actual uh, like way that they choose those shoutouts, it's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, this could play into why would Kylie Jenner promote a fake product that's obviously a knockoff from the AirPods. Um, and going into that, like, she just recently sold uh, 51% or something of her Kylie Cosmetics brand for $600 million. So you would also question, like, when you just sold your company for $600 million, um, why would you do a shout out that is $1.2 million, 500000 however much it costs? Like, why would you? with all the money and fame that you have and also with the legacy and impact in the world because social media has become the world by now why would you promote a fake product um like like that's just sort of like just questionable like why would you go down that road of like doing this and like doing this with your brand as well because Kylie Jenner also has a brand that she needs to like make sure is healthy and stays through through the future like and you could go into direction of saying like yeah she's sort of like a sellout now um you know she just sold her brand and now she just doesn't care anymore she actually wants to maybe stop social media and like doing this whole thing and because she just has enough money at this point that she just doesn't give a fuck anymore and just takes all all the money that she can get now and then she's just gonna stop in like two years or something I don't know if this is going to happen, but that could be a possibility or like a possible reason why she would do such a shout out. Like, it's just odd. And the next thing, when you go into the perspective of the dropshipper or like the Shopify person that did this brand, like this knockoff AirPods product, um, how did they validate the purchase of this shout out? And let me break it down for you. So. I, I went on a website, I checked how much the 
like I basically know how all these dropshipping websites work and it's basically like still like a dropshipping product. So you can literally see when you go on the website that it's basically a Shopify store, like any other dropshipping store um, with all like the add-ons from the Shopify app store where you can get all those like, for example, like if you want to increase the urgency to buy, you have those like there's now 100 visitors on your website and there's only 10 products left and all those like little things that you just notice if you are familiar with the dropshipping space you can just see what kind of store this is and what's so interesting about this is so basically um did the black friday sale and they reduced it down to 40 percent so now you need to think with all the dropshipping people uh, you basically have this price breakdown of like how much you can give out those discount codes that gets people to buy this product and then you still want to have your project margin in there and now we go to this website and they're doing this huge shout out with like the biggest influencer like literally in the world Kylie Jenner and they do a product that's sold for $40 like reduced price obviously it's just fake but like that's just how they do it so it's being sold on a website for $40 and then I went over to AliExpress where like usually all the dropshippers get their products actually if you at this point don't know what I'm talking about you should just google dropshipping or maybe watch a YouTube video on like how to start dropshipping to kind of understand what I'm talking about here just to catch up because I don't want to explain like the whole thing right now so I basically go over to AliExpress and I found this like AirPods knockoff for $15 so you would buy this AirPods product for like fake knockoff product for $15 on AliExpress and sell it on your website for 40. And that's basically how you make your money. And now you can say, okay, they bought it for wholesale. So they maybe one piece costs like $5 for them. And then you can basically like do some math and then you get either if they did the AliExpress price for $15 a piece, it's $25 profit. Or if they have like really reduced costs in terms of like um, the price of the product itself, like how they bought it for themselves, um, you would have a profit margin of like $35. But even if the AirPods product for them to buy would only cost $1, it's still an insane amount of units that they have to sell in order to only be at break even and let me break it down for you now so we have the product being sold on the website like a reduced quote-unquote price it's basically like the official price because they probably always reduce it down to $40 um, $40 and then you have $15 um, to buy the product or $5 when they did the wholesale thing and um, it makes sense kind of with with the brand name on it that they probably did wholesale it so you have a profit margin of 25 to $35 and if you like calculate the whole thing and like based on public numbers where they stated like how much a influencer shout out with Kylie Jenner actually costs, um, Kylie Jenner would have um, would have had to convert through this through these like two shout outs, basically like two stories after each other. When we're talking about the twenty five um, dollar profit margin she would have had to sell over 50,000 units or if we're talking about $35 profit she would have had sold 36,000 units of those knockoff airpods and then you sort of and like we're talking about break even 
And, you know, now we're like in this sort of strange situation of like, what's going on here? Um, you could actually like do the math and say like, yeah, maybe she sold 36,000. But actually, if she would have sold 36,000 of those fake AirPods, um, first of all, I would really be interested if they have even 36,000 units of those fair, fake AirPods. Like, what are you calling again? Like, AirPods. And but what's really interesting here, we're talking about break even. So they're not even doing any profit at this point. And you know, then we can, then we can go deeper into like with influencer shoutouts, you not only get like the straight, um, sales thing of like converting people into customers, you also get brand awareness and all those other factors and basically being validated by a huge person of like influence. But the question is like, how much brand does AirBuds, like they're literally, literally trademarked AirBuds and like look exactly almost like the AirPods, how much brand um, value do they actually get from this shoutout? That's something that I actually would put in question here. And I think it's just really odd. And that just makes me wonder like, did she take less for the shoutout? And if she only took like 500,000 or like 250K, you would even question more like, at this point with all the money that she has, why would she do this still like a fake product? Like even if it would cost less to do the shower with her for this brand, you would ask yourself, why the hell would she even do it? If it's even less money, you know, sort of interesting here. Also some, something that I maybe thought about is like, maybe she did this store on herself. Like maybe, maybe there is no one, maybe no one is paying for a shout out and then she's basically just money, making money for herself. Then the next question comes into place. Why would she sell fake AirPods when she has all this money? Like I'm not saying that she's like the richest person in the world, but she obviously has money and you would seriously question any way to make this shout out. Like it just makes no sense. And that's sort of what's so odd about this situation is like, why would you do it in in any different scenario that i play out it's like it doesn't make sense um if 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 it's a friend that wants to make some money that could sort of make sense but still the question is like why would you sacrifice um making money for your friend with your brand that's a question here like it's just really odd and something that i would like to talk about someone uh, talk about with someone or like chat about with someone that is more in the influencer space or like actually not more but like really heavily deep into it and maybe could like um, validate this decision to like do a fake airpod um shout out but for myself and like for all the points that i share with you it just doesn't make any sense and it's just really really odd